Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And welcome in to today's edition of the Garnet Trust Hour here on 1075 The Game. Tyler Head and Chris Clark in the Herndon Chevrolet Studios. And Chris, we've gotten a lot of requests on our text line each and every week when we do this twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. When are you going to get one of the women's basketball players in here? Every single week somebody asks about that. Well, today that's finally come true. Kira Fletcher joining us in studio today for the Garnet Trust Hour. Kira, thank you so much for being a part of today's show. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, excited to have you, Kira. Um, just saw as you were pulling in, we were talking about Michigan, your home state, you've been going back and forth a little bit and uh, leaving here soon, leaving Columbia for good, right? All finished up? Yep. Uh, Saturday I leave. I finished up uh, my last week of classes. So fortunately, all of my finals and papers are remote, so I'm able to go back home. And um, I'll be there until about August, September, working out, ready for my next step. Yeah, and we're going to definitely talk about your next steps. Uh, we have a lot of ground to cover because – want to obviously look back on you have have had a very interesting career path with going from you know a highly rated recruit out of high school going to tech coming here to South Carolina and doing some great things and now finishing up and moving on to the next level and we're gonna dive into all that but first let, let's get to know you a little bit kind of off the court away from sports a little bit um, tell tell us about Michigan a little bit first of all are you a fan of the Michigan weather or do you like South Carolina well or or Georgia you were in Atlanta for a while southeast weather Michigan weather uh I feel like when I first moved down to uh Atlanta I think I like that a lot more but I'm starting to appreciate just being able to go back home and it'd be a little cooler because I don't really think I like the hot weather all that much especially here it's just been hot pretty much all the time maybe except for a month at that what were your thoughts on your first summer in the south when the humidity really kicked up oh man it was insane it was so hot but everyone else i feel like they were from the south so they're like oh it's not even that bad but i'm like no it's extremely extremely high like i, I hated it because i don't really like the heat i'd much rather think i'd be in like that uh cold to just like that good 65 degree weather it's, it's the humidity that's the worst part you know, because I, f I feel like, and I was telling you, I, I haven't been to Michigan yet, actually. It's on the list. But I feel like 85 degrees in Michigan is a lot different than 85 degrees here. It, it's totally different. It is the humidity because you're always just feeling sticky and everything like that. <laughs> it's but like an oven as soon as you go out. Yeah, exactly. But in Michigan, 85, like, it just feels great. You know, the wind's blowing, the sun will be out, but it's still, like, cool. But here it's, it's different, way different. It, it doesn't feel like you have, like, the 1,000-pound weight of the sun on you while you're trying to walk outside in july yeah exactly the snow though i can't do i love the snow personally i love okay. the snow um grew up always having snow days um it's a little bit different now because with the global warming and everything 
the snow isn't really coming how it used to. But I personally, I do love the snow. That's one thing. So y'all, you really don't get as much snow in, in Michigan as you used to? No. Um, sometimes we'll have like that one day where it'll be a lot of snow, but then the next day it'll be gone. But when I was younger, once it snowed, it was there for like maybe three, four days. So we would have three, four, maybe five, a whole week off of school. And then you just had to make it up, though. Lots of makeup days. No, no? So, no, we didn't. I think maybe only one time in my high school, uh, when I was in high school, we had to make up some days. That's not fair. Well, yeah. We got some different rules around here. Then. Yeah, well, well, here it's just the threat of snow or, like, wind. We're going to have 10-mile-an-hour winds. we got to shut down school. Or, like, we're going to get one inch of snow. Everybody here buys the milk and bread if we get snow. Did y'all do that? Uh. No. Y'all were just like, we're good. Yeah. We're just going to walk around in it. Yeah, like we were used to it. A foot of it. snow. Yeah. No, everybody buys milk and bread, which I've never gotten the milk thing. Yeah. I guess like you could put it outside. Yeah, like if your fridge goes out, it's going to go bad. Like put it out. Yeah, I guess you got to put it outside. Kira, yeah. um, are you good at driving in the snow? Because that's obviously something we don't do very well down here. Oh, yes. I'm wonderful at driving <laughs> in the snow. I'm a good driver in general. Can't say that. When I was in Atlanta, it was terrible, terrible driving. Here, it's way better. But I feel like... Um, you guys mm. kind of run red lights a lot, <laughs> and I don't know if it's a South Carolina thing <laughs> kind or if it's just it a probably is. Yeah. Columbia, but yeah, that's one thing I noticed. So, so I'm, I'm thinking back here. What was your first year that you were in Atlanta going to Georgia Tech? What year would that have been? Uh, 2017. Okay, so yeah, I guess the last snowmageddon in Atlanta, because I'm from Georgia <laughs> myself. I'm from Covington. Uh, we had snowmageddon in 2014. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but... That was uh, probably the worst display of people trying to drive in snow that I've ever seen in my entire life. Thankfully, you were not down in Georgia for that one. Yeah, no, I think when I was there, though, uh, we got a little bit of snow, but it hadn't even hit yet. But we had an alert that was supposed to snow the next day, and Atlanta just completely shut down. It oh, was yeah. like That's how it goes. Yeah. Atlanta or because you're near Detroit where you grew up, you told me. Atlanta or Detroit traffic? Worse. Atlanta, 100%. It's I, I, the worst traffic. I think Atlanta is just the worst traffic in general. I think Like, D.C. is pretty bad. And where tech is at the merger of 75 and 85, worse than the entire city, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's been a few times where I'm walking to practice and I almost get hit by a car. I mean, I actually did get hit by a car once. Thankfully, oh, it wasn't anything serious, but... They just don't pay attention. Like, At Tech, you got hit by a car? Yeah, I got hit by a car. What, what's the story? Um, I was walking across the, I don't know, no one's going to really know. It's like this bridge um, that oversees the highway. So I was walking across that, going to practice, and it was time for me to go. Like, I had the right-of-way and everything. And, I mean, I was looking down at my phone. But, like, I, w I was still paying attention. So as soon as I look up, I just see this red, like, van, and it hits me. But it didn't hit me, like, too hard. But it hit me enough to where I'm, like, I fell back. And then everyone kind of just, like, stopped, obviously. And she gets out of her car, and she's like, oh, my gosh. I'm, like, so sorry. And I'm, like, it's fine. And I was, like, shook because I'm getting hit. I, like, I got hit by a car. So, like, my body hurt and everything, but it wasn't bad. So I ended up practicing still, like, that same day. But, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that's the bridge near McCamish, right? Yes. Okay, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I could totally see that happening. Yeah. Yep. And you went to practice. Yep, went to practice. Wow. Then a year later, my uh, teammate, she got hit by a car, like, in Jeez. that same, where that same exact area. But right. they, like, ran off. 
So no athletes are allowed to walk across that bridge anymore. <laughs> right. No people. It sounds like should be able to walk across that bridge. All right. So we we are going to get into some basketball later, but but more off court stuff. First of all, do do you have any favorite? Uh, best non-basketball sport. You got anything else you watch or that you like to play growing up? Softball. I love softball yeah. growing up. Um, I still like love watching it, but I had to choose between softball and basketball. I say I had to choose. My dad made me uh choose basketball. Uh, thankful for that today, though. But I absolutely love softball. Love watching it. Um, that's probably something I would do when I'm older, like those softball leagues. Oh, yeah. Yeah, softball has a special place in my heart for sure. What was your position? Shortstop. Shortstop. Mm -hmm. Did any pitching? No? I tried, but I was terrible <laughs> at it. Yeah, so I just put that away. You could hit, though? Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. I could. Power hitter, contact? Yep. Some power. of both? Yeah. All of it? I would say a little bit of both, but definitely power. Have you uh, did, Have you been over to, during your time at USC, did you get to go catch a softball game, or did you watch any of them? No, I haven't been able to go see one yet because with my class schedule. Schedule, yeah. Yeah. I, since I'm in grad school, I have night classes. So uh, I haven't been able to go see a game yet, but I have watched them play. I like I like them. All right, some more of your favorites. Let's go ahead and get this one in. Favorite food? Ooh, steak and seafood. Okay. Do you do any cooking? Love cooking. Really? Yes. You fancy yourself a good cook? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Really? Yes. What could you make us if when you invite Tyler and myself and the whole crew here over to 650 for your, like, farewell, last mm -hmm. supper, dinner, what is it going to be? Probably a good ribeye with asparagus. Oh mashed potatoes and probably like a roll or something but my my steak will be very very good and I'm, how and what's your steak how are you going to cook it so well since i'm at 650 i can't do what i want but let's say we're not at 650 i'll put it on the um on the stove first and i'll put it in the oven and obviously depend on how you that's like a your pro steak. move yeah there you go so depend on how you like your steak cooked it depends on how long i'll keep it you could do uh I'll do probably medium, maybe a little above medium rare. Medium rare plus. That's yes. What, yes, that's why I Yes, get, you yeah. know about that. Yes. Thank you. Like, every time I say medium <laughs> rare plus, everyone's like, what? But it's Yeah, some places, that's how you know. If you go to a place and you ask them, I don't know, some of the big-time steak places are like, no, no, we'll, we'll get it right, whatever you want. But if, if you sell them medium rare plus and they can do it, they know how to cook a steak. Yes, I agree. What's the seasoning, salt and pepper? No, not just salt and pepper. Uh, <laughs> onion powder, garlic powder. Um, my my dad once uh, has me putting. A, it's like, I don't know how to say it. Worcester. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Yeah, that. Everybody says W sauce. Just call it W yeah, sauce. Yeah, W sauce. I put a little bit of that on there. Um, and then I'll have, uh, drawing a blank here, seasoning salt as well. And then, what's the um? It's green. Rosemary. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. like next level stuff yeah. right there. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, I can cook. All right, what time do we need to? It's oh, goodness. 10 15. What time do we need to be over? I'll, I'll br we'll bring the you. stuff. Here's mine. I do, I'm like you, uh, same thing, you know, pan sear, like on the stove, and then if that necessary. Nice, that nice crust on it. Yeah, the crust. If yep. necessary, you put it in the oven. All right, you got to let it rest before you cook it. Mm -hmm. You can't throw an ice cold thing, then it's all uneven. Salt, pepper, garlic. And yep. thyme, and then butter. Okay, yes, I see the vision. Yes, but how long do you marinate your steak? Is no I'm marinate saying. on this. You don't. Yeah. Now you may think I do it wrong. So I'll I'll get it out, rest it, 
you salt and pepper both sides, heat the pan with olive oil, throw it in, cook it, and then then your butter's in because the butter doesn't burn because of the oil, and then you put your herbs and your your garlic in and you baste it. Okay. I, I think Try we're gonna have a, I think we're gonna have a cook off. A steak off. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, we can because for me, I I season my steak first and I'll put it in the fridge for a day, and then I'll take it out. So and that's your marinade, just the dry rub? Yep, the dry rub. I'm going to try that next time. Yeah, okay. That's a, that's a good way to do it. I, I, you guys have the steak off. I'll be the judge. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> you have the best job, I think. Exactly. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to judge them, too. All right, Tyler, more on the other side with Kiara Fletcher, and we'll get into some basketball stuff now. Yeah, absolutely. I want to let you know also Juice Wells is going to be hanging out with us for the, Gar- uh, the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Then by Firehouse Subs from 11 to 12. So that's coming up next. Be sure not to miss that. We'll come back with more with Kira Fletcher on the Garnet Trust Hour here on 1075 The Game. It's the Garnet Trust Hour on your home of the Gamecocks. 1075 The Game. And welcome back into the Garnet Trust Hour here on 1075 The Game. Tyler Head and Chris Clark in the Herndon Chevrolet Studios. Today's special guest from Gamecock Women's Basketball is Kiara Fletcher, and as we get into our conversation about basketball, obviously you've had the pleasure of playing for Don Staley this past season, one of the best women's basketball coaches in the entire country. Just simply, how would you describe to people what it's like playing for Coach Staley? Honestly, it's just like a dream, uh, just because of the type of person and the pedigree that she is, you know. Um, I love playing for her. She's very, very down to earth. Uh, what you see is what you get with her. Very knowledgeable of the game. So I just tried to soak up everything I could from her uh, in my short time here. And she's just, you know, she's really goofy, but she can flip the switch real quick when it's time to get serious. But, uh, yeah, I love playing for her. She's she's a great person and a, and a great coach. Any particular goofy stories about <laughs> Coach Staley? Um. Honestly, just every day it was something new. She always comes in with great energy. She always has jokes about someone. Like if you airball, uh, she'll make a joke about it. She tries to keep everything. She tries to keep everything uh, light, just because in the season it can get pretty intense. So she did make sure that uh, you know that we kept it light in practice sometimes. Um, is she harder on guards than the other players? You think because she was a guard. Some people say that. Yes, I will say uh, she is hard on guards <laughs> for sure, especially the point guards. Uh, <laughs> yes, she is, but she's hard on everyone, but you can see where she has a little bit more of a um, – she has a little bit – the posts, I will say they had a longer leash than what the guards did. <laughs> yes. D- um, how do you know that she's – that is serious time with Dawn? Uh, something Asia Wilson pointed out. I think on social media once is when she came in at halftime and the and the papers rolled up that it's go time is that yes uh <laughs> she comes in and rolls the paper and she just doesn't really say much when she sits down you know that she's about to start you know <laughs> telling us what we need to change and change quick but if she comes in and you know the paper will still be rolled but if she comes in she's like all right y'all you know uh good half good half but if she comes in like silent at first then you know Ooh. that it's coming yeah i was gonna say the the paper roll probably isn't as good of a giveaway because it seems like it's constantly rolled mm-hmm. what about this so the array of candy that's out on the scores table very impressive yeah it always makes me hungry <laughs> 
Yeah, it's there. Every practice, too, it was there. I think it's, uh, we have gum, uh, the mints, but in, like, then the fruity ones as mm-hmm. well. Like Jolly Ranchers yeah, or something? Yeah, Jolly Ranchers. There's, like, three buckets just sitting there every single practice. You, what, you don't get to steal any? No, we can if oh. we want. Yeah. What's, uh, your, what's your go-to? Me, personally, I never got any of the candy. I was more of the gum person, so they had Juicy Fruit. I had Juicy Fruit, mint, uh... The fiery one. I don't know if you call that one. Uh, big red? Yeah, mm-hmm. big red. Just depending on my mood. But some of my other teammates, they took advantage of the uh, candy all the time. It's not a bad deal. Yeah. I feel like a Jolly Rancher probably would be the best thing to have in your mouth playing a sport, though. Yeah. Might choke on it. No. <laughs> but but Dawn, went to, that, I think that is another tell. When she's really going to town on one of the pieces of candy, you're like, oh, <laughs> no, she's not happy right now. Right. Now, is she, when you've done something wrong or she's getting on to, is she, like, the yelling type or more like the, um, like, disappointed in what you did kind of coach? Yeah, she's not really a yeller. I think maybe this whole season she's yelled maybe two times that I can remember. But basically when she's getting in on you, she's, like, talking. And it's just, like, really stern. And it is kind of just, like, that disappointment type of feeling. Like, if your parents are telling you something that you did wrong, it's like, man, like, I guess I did kind of mess that one up. But, yeah, she's not really uh, a yeller unless we're just acting a fool that game or practice or something. All right, so let's go back to the process. Like I said earlier, you – so you were a pretty big, big big-time recruit in high school. I mean, class of 2017, which that seems like a while back now. I know, You've been playing that. college ball for a while. Yeah, it makes me feel old. Yeah. Uh, you're definitely not old. Uh, top recruit in Michigan, and you were a top, just about a top 50 player in the country and then went to Georgia Tech. So let's let's start with that. I know you said you kind of wanted to get away from home a little bit, but tell me about, like, the visits you took, the schools you looked at, and why you settled initially on Georgia Tech. Uh, so coming out of high school, I only took three visits, uh, one Clemson Georgia Tech and Michigan for my three official visits. Um, I wasn't really the type of player who wanted to do all five and, like, waste coaches' time. So my top two were Georgia Tech and uh, Michigan. And then Clemson, I had a really good relationship with the head coach, so I took that visit, but I kind of knew I probably wasn't going to go there. Um, And when it came down between Georgia Tech and Michigan, both of them were highly rated academic schools and that was one of my priorities coming out of uh high school because my parents kind of drilled academics into me because the ball isn't going to bounce forever so i landed with georgia tech because really only because i didn't want to stay home in michigan um so i went there crazy crazy good academic school one of the top in the nation that you got uh as you guys probably know and i liked it there and then just a degree from georgia tech in general will open up doors for me uh, later on. So that was just the mindset that I had in my recruiting process. Did you have any communication really at all with Dawn with South Carolina out of high school? Oh, absolutely None. not. Nothing, nothing. That's interesting. Yeah. So how did the process, I know you guys played South Carolina, mm-hmm. and so Dawn, I guess, got to see you in person then, but what was the process like of, you know, deciding to go in the portal and then walk us through the process that led you to South Carolina then? Yeah, so my after my senior year, like my real senior year, because, you know, we had COVID and everything, Yeah, I was dealing with feet injuries. Like, so I ended up having to get surgery on my right foot 
in my fifth year of college at Georgia Tech. So I ended up not playing. And in that time, I kind of had this window of opportunity of where I could get my master's somewhere else. Because I really all I always wanted to get my master's. And I liked Georgia Tech, but Georgia Tech just did not have what I wanted to do, which was criminology. So I made that decision to put my name in the portal because I wanted to get my master's. And once I put my name in the portal, um, after a couple of days, uh, Coach Boyer followed me on Twitter. And I was, like, shocked because I saw I was, like, looking, and it said University of South Carolina. I was like, oh, God. Like, I instantly got, like, nervous. So um, a few days after that, uh, Coach Coach uh, Staley reached out to me. She called me, and she – it's so funny because she was like, hey, Kira, this is uh, Dawn Staley. I know her voice, you know, because everyone yeah. knows her. And I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> so then we had a, a really good conversation. Uh, and she, one of the things I really respected a lot was she said that she wanted to make sure that they had my uh, program that I wanted to study, which is something that a lot of other uh, schools didn't do. They still reached out to me, even if they knew that they didn't have what I was studying. And a lot of the coach, the, a lot of the schools knew, like, why I was um, – uh, transferring so I really like that about her and we just had a really good conversation went on the visit to uh, South Carolina and I just loved it loved what the their program was and I didn't know that USC was one of the top like master's programs in criminology mm -hmm. so that was pretty much the icing on the cake and then I really couldn't um I couldn't turn down that opportunity of just playing for coach Staley so yeah what were some of the other schools that you were talking to before then uh, Maryland, uh, Baylor, uh, Virginia Tech. It was a lot of them, but I would say, like, those four were probably my top. And I really liked uh, Maryland just because of the area where they're at because they're near D.C., and they had a really good program as well. But their uh, window for me to um, apply for their master's kind of ended. So, uh, yeah, it all worked out at the end. Though. Did you look – I know you – really really were heavily considering considering academics but one of the things we always talk about with dawn's program is just how so many of the players were good with not being like the star you know and so you knew you were walking into a program that had a lot of really good players like you, know, you might not be a star did, did you even know like for sure like hey i'm definitely gonna start like did you even know that oh no yeah. i had no idea i just came in with uh, a working mindset yeah. I, I was coming off of an injury so there was um they didn't really care about that but in my head I'm like I'm coming off an, of an injury so I have some things that you know I definitely need to work on and everything like that so no I had no idea we'll continue our conversation with Kira Fletcher here on the Garnet Trust Hour before we hit this break though want to let you know about the 1075 the game craft beer passport head on over to our website 1075game.com and click on sweet deals and see how you can purchase a craft beer passport for just $99. Good at 17 different locations around Columbia and the Midlands that serve various craft beers, including the Village of the Idiot Pizza, Old Mill Brew Pub, where Jay and Terry will be broadcasting live from today from 12 until 3, and so many more. Again, go to 1075thegame.com. Click on Sweet Deals to see how you can get your hands on a $99 craft beer passport. We'll come back with more of the Garden Trust Hour here on 1075 The Game. What we're talking about on 107.5 The Game. Sponsored by Love Chevrolet. And welcome back in to the Garnet Trust Hour here on 107.5 The Game. Tyler Head and Chris Clark in the Herndon Chevrolet Studios. Today's special guest, 
Kira Fletcher from Gamecock Women's Basketball hanging out with us until the top of the hour. And Chris, you said we have some questions coming in from our uh, forum uh, for Kira. Yep, questions from the Insiders Forum on GamecockCentral.com uh, from fans, Kira, that want to ask you some questions. So we'll put you on the hot seat with them. Not really. It's, they're, it's nothing too hard. But we're going to ask uh, StratCat22. Having practiced against the other girls on your team all season, uh, what are your thoughts on who is ready to break out? So maybe a player that didn't play as big a role this season that next season we're all going to know a lot about. I definitely think Sanaya and Ash. Um, yeah. Ashlyn. They work hard in practice. Everyone works hard in practice, but I feel like everyone you've seen, like those glimpses of when Sanaya does come in and she literally scores like 10 points by herself. Um, she's definitely going to have a breakout season. And Ash, I think she will too, even just progressing through this season. She was coming out of her shell more. She's understanding what the coaches want. So I think those two for sure. I think when I think it was the first round game this year, Sanaya got in there and scored, I don't know, six or eight points in a row. And I was like, these post moves are crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, she technically is so good, it seems like, in the post. Yes, yeah, she is. She and then Ashland super athletic, obviously. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think those two for sure. Um, best scorer and best defender. And you can go next year's team or you can go this year's team, this past year's team. Mm. Well, obviously, best defender uh, this year was Bree Beal. Mm-hmm. Um, best scorer, Zaya. Yeah. And then I feel like, honestly, you can put at the post, I feel like you can put Aaliyah and, again, like Sanaya in that category as well. And then for next year, best defender, I can see that being Raven. Yeah. I can definitely see that being Raven. And then as far as scoring, I really don't know. I feel like it will be I feel like it will be pretty balanced next year. But I can also see Breezy. Um, yeah, taking that role. Yeah. So in the the post game after the final four, uh, Leah and uh, Raven were sitting there next to each other, and Leah was kind of in a way and was kind of anointing Raven as the big name for next year's team and going forward. Would you agree that she's kind of primed to be the the superstar for the next couple of years? Oh, I think so. She definitely has the capability. Um, you've seen it this season, so I definitely think she's just gonna grow from what. Uh, what she did this past season and uh, grow from that and get just continue getting better throughout her career. Here's another off-court one. Uh, when you were at Georgia Tech, uh, this is from Duluth Gamecock, um, used to work a block from the varsity in Atlanta. So wants to know what your favorite meal was at the varsity. Did you ever go there? I went to the varsity one time. Uh, don't hate me, but Uh-oh. I did not Everybody like it. Hates you. Okay. What did you What did you have? That's the question. Tyler's upset now. Here we go. <laughs> I think it was like the hot dog or something, and okay. then I even tried the little uh their orange drink thing that was supposed to be popular because it was on that TV show. So yep. my dad was really excited to try it, and we got there and it just was not good. So I went there my first day in Atlanta when I uh got to campus and everything. I never went back. One and done. Yes. Now, was there chili on the hot dog? Yes. Okay. So yep. she she at least tried like the best thing that they have. So that's fair. You know, the best everybody has thing they have is a hot dog. Yeah, that's like their thing. You've never been to the varsity. I I feel like I went way back in the it like okay. years ago. Well, next time you're in Atlanta, because they unfortunately closed the one in Athens. 
uh, pop by the varsity and get a chili dog. There is a, I have a similar experience, Kira, with an unnamed restaurant in South Carolina that I'm not going to mention. It's pretty famous. It's just not good. It's just not. And everybody has different taste buds. It's okay. Yeah. I just, there are places like that sometimes that are just kind of overrated. But I think, like, I feel like if you're a hot dog place, like, if that's all you do, that say, like, I feel like if you're like, our our specialty is a hot dog and you're not just a hot dog place, it's a little sketchy. They have burgers. They have good onion rings. Like, they have other stuff. Like, a dog at the varsity is their go-to thing. But, again, she tried the best thing. She didn't like it. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. But I will say, since I am from... Uh, the Detroit area, Coney Dogs, that originated in Detroit. So those are the best Coney Dogs ever. I don't care what anyone says. Go to Detroit. <laughs> you can go to National or American Coney, and those are the best ones. So uh, that's probably also why I didn't really like it, just because the Coney uh, Dogs in Detroit. Mm, yeah, that makes like sense. like an inferior hot dog. Yeah, yeah. it was okay. definitely that makes inferior, sense. Yeah. Do, do you eat, like, hot dogs just, like, on the regular? No. like Or not on the regular, but, like, at all? Like, it would kind of have to be the Detroit. Yeah, okay. that's a Detroit that thing, yeah. I don't really eat them anywhere else. It's only, like, when I go back home. All right, so tell me about Detroit-style pizza. Yeah, um, which, like, which ones? Because, like, there's Little Caesars, and I, like, originated in Detroit, too. Did that really? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah, um, the, uh, the is little, that even considered? The, the Little Caesars pizza balls in Detroit every year. Yeah. It's, like, that's it's right. its home. I don't know. I was telling you, Kier, we had... Uh, Ellie from the volleyball team on with us, and she said that, you know, she used to have pizza because I think she was like an hour, hour and a half away from Detroit where she grew up, and she didn't even realize that it was Detroit-style pizza, like, until she got here, I think. Is she talking about, like, the pies, the I think, isn't it, like, the cracker crust or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah those yeah, are something different. Yeah, those are really good, too. I like those, but I'm more of a Little Caesars uh, diehard. So even when I get some here, it's just like even here, it's not. It's like reminds you of home, you little know, slice yeah. of home for a couple bucks. You can't be mad at it, right? <laughs> yeah. That's right. All right, here's another one. This is back on the court, G and B and NC. So after you transferred Kiera from Georgia Tech, um, could you compare and contrast SEC competition uh, versus the ACC? Uh, the SEC is definitely more physical, um, faster. And I think the SEC really prepares you more for the tournament than probably any other conference just because in the SEC you have so many different styles of play, but they're all still physical, whereas in the ACC, I wouldn't say everyone plays the same, but it is just like very, very, very similar, and it's not as um, it's not as physical, but the ACC is also really a good conference as well so definitely just the physicality of the sec and how fast uh we play in the sec the follow-up to this question was more generally uh you spent obviously just a year here from michigan went to atlanta Uh, what was your impression of columbia the university of south carolina and the campus atmosphere i love the campus atmosphere here uh when when i was at georgia tech since it's in right in like the heart of midtown atlanta it wasn't really a campusy feel so coming here that was kind of a breath breath of fresh air i really enjoyed that and i like columbia as well it's not too big and it's not too small whereas atlanta it was just it was a lot it had a lot going on so this was definitely more so my speed what did you think of the fan support at south carolina for women's basketball home games when y'all would travel and just look up and see all the fans there it was unreal Uh, i never experienced that 
being at Tech, so just seeing all those people continuously come support us on a daily basis, that was really, really special. All right, Tyler, do we have time to start getting into the Final Four experience, or should Let's we reserve that? take our last break. We'll all right. come back, uh, hit on a few more things, talk about the Final Four, wrapping up today's edition of the Garnet Trust Hour with special guest Kara Fletcher. As we hit this break, though, I have a pair of tickets to tonight's baseball game against Florida. First pitch at 7.30 out at Founders Park. Be caller number five right now at 803-404-6100 to win that pair of tickets. We'll be right back with the rest of the Garnet Trust Hour here on 107.5 The Game. The Extra Point with Tyler Head and Gamecock Central on your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. And welcome back into the Garnet Trust Hour here on 107.5 Game. Tyler Head, Chris Clark in studio with Kiera Fletcher of the Gamecock women's basketball team. We'll uh, certainly jump into what happened at the end of the season in just a moment. But a lighthearted question first. We had Liv Thompson in here this morning hanging out on the early game with Bill and Preston. And she was asked the question, who the best trash talker on this team was? She said Zaya Cook. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, 100%. Zaya. <laughs> are, you, are you a trash talker yet. yourself? Excuse me? Are you a trash talker yourself? Um, Only if someone starts talking to me, I would say. But I don't just go and, you know, pick fights with people. But I can definitely hold my own if, if someone starts chirping at me. Is Aaliyah, like, an anti-trash talker? Super anti. She, I feel like she, like, scores on somebody. Oh, I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's a super anti-trash talker. Um, just super, super nice. We kind of make, we would make fun of her about that. <laughs> but, yeah, she's definitely not one of the best. All right. So, let's look back. Incredible season, obviously. Final Four. Um, so, that was your first time playing in the Final Four. Um open-ended question i mean just how was that experience I, I know it didn't end how y'all wanted but how was the experience of getting to play that atmosphere uh getting to dallas it was incredible you know it was a surreal feeling um just everything that was going on and like yeah the season didn't end the way that we wanted but being in that atmosphere was absolutely insane just seeing how many people uh really do just support women's basketball and it's certainly trending upwards as well but that being in Dallas, it was it was fun. It's something I'm going to remember for a long time. So I was out there, and I was blown away. I knew South Carolina would bring tons of fans. Um, Virginia Tech brought a pretty good group, but LSU and Iowa, tons of people there. I mean, I, I was absolutely blown away by just the amount of people there. So you look at that, you look at the ratings um, for the games, right? Championship game, the Final Four. Um, how does it make you feel that women's basketball is such kind of on the rise just with viewership and people watching? Oh, it feels good just because I feel like this is something that's been a topic of conversation for a while, and now we are seeing what happens when you truly do invest in women's basketball, and it definitely helps with the people who are becoming the faces of the sport. You know, uh, you do have – Angel Reese, who, you know, she has her antics, but it is something that brings viewers. Uh, you have yeah. Caitlin Clark, who does things that's just unbelievable. You have Aaliyah Boston, and you just continuously having these generational uh, talents that's coming about, and it's just bringing more people and different fans and watching. 
So that that leads me to another question here. So you mentioned those thir- those three players, one your teammate, two that you've played against this season. Um, when you watch them, and even when you're playing against them, they do things in games you're like, wow, that's pretty impressive. Uh, watching, honestly, just watching Caitlin Clark just casually dribble up the floor and is just shooting those logo threes, and it's <laughs> it's just like a regular shot. It's really, it's insane. Um, that is something insane. And then, honestly, playing with Aaliyah and just seeing some of the things that she does, mm-hmm. like the footwork and everything that she has, she's just a really technically sound player. Uh, so, yeah, there were a few moments this season where I'm just like, wow, like these are some really, really, really good players. Tell me about guarding Caitlin Clark. You drew that assignment. Yeah, it was it was tough. She's constantly moving. She's very smart. Uh, she knows what she wants to do with the ball before anyone else does. She can see the floor uh, extremely well. So it, w- it was a tough assignment. Uh, we obviously tried our best. Um, she did what she has been doing the whole season. And she's just she's a really good passer. Uh, yeah. A lot of people focus on her scoring ability, but she is a really, really great passer. And that's something that uh, I think was highlighted in our game, some of the passes that she made. So, yeah. That's always stood out to me even more. Like, the logo threes are impressive, right? Especially because, to be honest, you don't see that as much in women's basketball. The passing, whether it's, you know, in the pick-and-roll game or just, like, literally across, like, she'll find somebody in the corner and you're like, how did you even see that person? Like, that's the crazy part to me. Um, but you're right, Aaliyah, I mean, her passing, underrated, I think, and some of her moves, crazy too. All right, so one of the other questions we got for you, Kiera, before we let you run, want to make sure we get this in, is just what your next steps are. Um, tell us about what your plans are for basketball, and then even after basketball is over, whenever that may be, what's your next move? So um, I'm leaving Columbia Saturday, going to be training, working out. Hopefully uh, by August or September, I'll have somewhere where I'll be playing overseas. I'll be playing there for three years, five max. And after that, I'm going to start getting into my federal law enforcement uh, career. That's really what I want to do. So I just really want to get my foot in the door uh, with that and then hopefully make a career out of that. What's the five the five year cap you're putting on your game? That's just so you can like is that kind of you're thinking like I'm not quite done playing yet. Like I want to keep playing some, but then I also want to get into my next step. Yeah, that uh five year cap is really so I can get some financial backing. Yep. Uh grounding forever I have to um live because when I do go federal, uh there's no telling where I'll end up. So I just want to make sure that I have uh that financial backing just so I can uh, establish myself before uh, I start my federal career. And then your master's, are you finished with that? Or are you still working on that? So I'll have one online class uh, this summer. and It's only for like a month and a half. And then I have my uh, comp exam in the fall, which will be totally remote. So I'll just have to focus on that for two months in the fall. And then hopefully I can come back and walk because I think that'll be pretty cool. So then I'll be graduated uh, December and this December. And then federal law enforcement. I know that's your degree, your undergrad degree focus, your master's degree focus, what, criminal justice criminology, is that yep. right? Okay. Uh, what, any ideas, I know you said you don't know where you'll be f- locationally, but any ideas what you want to do as far as which agency or what kind of stuff you want to do? Uh, it really depends on the openings. I can see myself DEA, ATF, Border Patrol, 
uh, ice, any of those, just to get my foot in the door federally. And then um, my end goal is hopefully getting into the CIA or somewhere of that caliber. So we'll see. Uh, cool. re real quickly, there's obviously a lot of television shows with those kind of careers. Do you have a favorite one? Uh, it's hard to choose a favorite. I really love all of them. Honestly, I do. Uh, but I really like Criminal Minds. Well, that's a good one. Some crazy, there's some yeah. crazy stuff on there. I, I yeah. can binge that for a while myself. You, so you watch and you're like, that could be me. Yeah, yes. for sure. I'm always watching stuff like that, especially like the true crime ones and the documentaries. I love watching those more just because it is like real life. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the uh, Garnet Trust Hour. Kiara, thank you so much for joining us, and we certainly wish you the best in your uh, playing career and your academic and professional uh, career as well going forward. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right, coming up next is the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. Special guest in studio today, Juice Wells, right here on 107.5 The Game. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.